today on CityCast Chicago. All right, we're tired of the cliches of Chicago food. It's not just deep dish pizza this or beef hot dogs that. I mean, there are 77 neighborhoods in this city, and they each have their own flavors and specialties. That's why one couple is discovering Chicago's neighborhoods one restaurant at a time. We love Chicago. We we claim to be everywhere, but you really don't. You're not everywhere. It's Thursday, July 15th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. On the new podcast, 77 Flavors of Chicago, a comedian from the South Side and a chef born in Jordan learn to eat together. Dario Durham is born and bred in Chicago, but he admits he has a limited palate. Sarah Fada is relatively new to Chicago, but y'all, she can cook. He's teaching her a little more about the city. She's teaching him how to eat. Well, Sarah, from listening to the podcast, Dario brings a lot of that Chicago history as a native, but you're somebody who came from Jordan. You also spent some time living in Mexico, I believe. Like, can you tell me a little bit about your upbringing and how much uh, you love food? I think I started cooking when maybe I was maybe like seven or eight. I was the favorite grandchild. So my grandma, (laughs) I was the only one allowed in there. So I learned a lot from her. She really like ignited that love of cooking and she was she was like a sergeant. Like everything was on a schedule, everything was on on time. Um and then when I moved to the States, probably 2011, I missed food from home so, so much. And there was a lot of it that I didn't know how to make. So once I left, it really became something that I missed a lot. And so I tried to teach myself how to kick, cook more traditional foods and then During college, I moved to Mexico and I realized how much there was in common between Mexican food and Arabic food, because at at a moment where I felt like I was so away, I didn't speak the language, I didn't know anyone, I was there like by myself, seeing barbacoa, which is like a super famous thing that my family used to make all the time in Jordan, like on the streets in Mexico. I was like, this is amazing. What are some of those like dishes uh, that you really remember growing up that your grandparents, that your parents were cooking? You know, you mentioned barbacoa. Like, what was that food culture like in your household? People are probably most most familiar with stuff like shawarma or like kebabs and stuff like that. But we have a lot of rice-based foods, a lot of lamb. I grew up Muslim, so in the on the Muslim version of Christmas, which is Eid, we slaughter a lamb in front of the house as like a, a tribute and we eat the whole thing. So you cook the insides. I used to like clean the innards and intestines and the stomachs, not to be too graphic for people <laughs> that don't enjoy that, but it's delicious. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we grew up with. It wasn't always like a nice little pile of falafel. You know? <laughs> and Dario, same question for you. What did, was that food culture like growing up in your household? Cause like you, I'm from the South side of Chicago. Yeah. Right. I grew up in Woodlawn, Auburn, Gresham. Yeah. Um, you know, your folks are from Arkansas. My people are from Mississippi. Yeah. You know, what was food like in your household? All the the comfort foods, like the the, the fried chicken. We had mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese with five different cheeses on it. Uh, we had candy yams, greens, cornbread, pie roast, pie roast, <laughs> man. You name it. We can ham with the glaze and the pineapple on the spaghetti for three days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like hot dogs. You know what I'm saying? With Wonder Bread is the bread. <laughs> so my dad, 
was, is probably the best cook ever. But my dad, kind of like Sarah, you give them regular, like whatever ingredients, it don't matter what it is. Don't even tell them. They, you, they, you could pick them and it could be random. They could make something out of nothing. That's what makes her special. No, I feel that. That's what it was like growing up in my household. My mom was a beast. Can you tell me a little bit about your relationship story? I mean, we're still in a panorama. And so what was it like being inside with one another and kind of exploring those unique food cultures together? We met right before the pet. We met like November of 2019 and we, our relationship got a little more serious, probably towards like January, February. Um, and then we moved in in March. And then, and then the up. world changed. <laughs> yep. All of it. Um, <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't feel that way. We, we quickly found out that we're both like pretty creative people. And so first thing we started doing was like we would do date nights every Saturday. So one Saturday it'd be me and then it would be him. And he like cooked, like he made, hey, like hey. he would follow a recipe, <laughs> he would go out and get things. And he does not cook. Like, let me tell you, he does not <laughs> They get it, all right. They get uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> she barely got it out. And he was like, they understand all right. <laughs> they understand. <laughs> but he did such a great job. And so that was the first like creative thing that we did together. We would challenge, like we did um, a tapas night. So I made like Spanish tapas and we sat on the roof. One of the best nights ever, literally. What a lot of people need to understand with Sarah and I over the pandemic is because, you know, you move in as a new couple during such a crazy event, right? And you think that's going to be tough, right? And it really wasn't, you know what I mean? Because like me, I mean, we both even kill people. We got our backgrounds and we just want some happiness at the end of the day. The pandemic allowed us to like not not do what everybody traditionally says, oh, y'all gonna fall out, y'all gonna break up. You know what I mean? Like, no, we we actually learned to be together. And I think the world needed to learn to be together during the pandemic. We needed this break more than we knew. We also said, let's be creative. We have our jokes, we we laugh at and we had that that fun chemistry. You know, listening to y'all backgrounds, y'all food coaches, y'all came from different households. Was there any moment when like one of y'all was making a dish or was like, oh, can you make this? And the other person was like, I don't know what that is or how have you never heard of this? 100%. 100%. That's like uh, almost every meal. Uh, uh, yeah. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> can you give me an example? I think the funniest one was when he was like, hey, can you make mac and cheese? I was like, sure. And then he was like, where's the Velveeta? I was like, <laughs> I am not putting Velveeta in the mac and cheese. And he's like, yes, you are. I was like, I bought like five different cheeses that are going to create this like <laughs> delicious creamy blend. And he's like, no, you need Velveeta. I was like, I am not. And it was like a 10 minute conversation of like, you have to do it. It's not going to taste good. I was like, just trust me. See my, see, like I taste something. I'm like, what is this? And then like, I, I just go, don't worry about it. Yeah. Then she say that. And then I'm like, well, like, I can't get mad because it is good. You know what I mean? like, it tastes different. It's good though. So again, the podcast, 77 Flavors of Chicago, y'all have done five episodes. Mm-hmm. Y'all have gone to Lakeview, yep. Streeterville, Bronzeville, Greek Town, and then you went to Beverly as well. Can you tell me a little bit about some of these neighborhoods that you've went to and what you how enjoyable the experience has been thus far? I think for me, uh, going to a place like Greek Town, a place that I don't typically hang out or even roll through, you know, same. I I hear you. Yeah, you know, like, and I and that's what we want people to hear is that like we are we love Chicago. We we claim to be everywhere, but you really don't. You're not everywhere. You know what I mean? And that's what you're learning. Just the little detail of like a place like Greek Town on the buildings, they got the Greek designs. That kind of stuff is what I'm like so fascinated over because like I'm actually learning the city, right. you know? Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm like intaking it and not just 
oh, I'm from Chicago. I love the South Side. I love doing this at Navy Pier. I love doing this about, it. you know, like, no, nah, man, like I'm, I feel part of that, that community now, you know, because we research it and learn it and we know the history, you know, so it's, that part is so dope to me. Yeah. And Sarah, as somebody who's learning the city, what is it like to learn it as a couple and to be with somebody who, like he said, is from the city? Because like like me, I'm from the South Side, but I realize, man, there's so much about the city I've never seen, never knew, never explored. Sometimes we joke and we're like, we're tricking people to listening to us on date night. Like, that's what <laughs> you're just true, us talk, talk about our date night. So the people reaching out and saying, I love it. Like this is, it's making me feel like I'm there. It's uh, now I can't wait to go to this restaurant or something. That's, that's the best part. What's the best thing you've tried so far? Oh, that's rough. I think overall experience, I would say probably Yasa was probably my favorite one. Tell me a little about it. Where, where is Yasa for the people who don't know? It's a West African uh, restaurant. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about it. So Yasa is on 35th and King Drive. It's Senegalese food mm-hmm. and it's, they're Muslim. So there's no pork. It was so like authentically, um, you get so many different options and you just sit and you enjoy. There's no rush of like, all right, hurry up. Let's eat this food and get you off the table. Yeah. Um, it, it's West Africa. You ain't finna rush. Right? No. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> They're going to take their time. Yeah, yep. they, yeah, and that's that's how Arab Arabs are as well. Like we sit at the dinner table for hours. Like we'll sit there, we'll drink coffee, we'll have tea, we'll talk. The whole family's there. So that was why I I honestly enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. So I think that overall that was probably my favorite one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The restaurant is so fragrant. Like so the spices fragrant. are on point. Yes. The jollof is amazing. Oh my god, that's what I had. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, Dario. What restaurant that you've all discovered that you've like, I got to go back there? Uh, Athena. Athena was fantastic for a couple of reasons. The atmosphere for one, you know, like the right. atmosphere. And Athena's was, is in Greek town. In Greek town, yeah. And that atmosphere, you literally go in and I want y'all to close your eyes and just imagine this, man. You go into Athena, you're greeted by like this, this nice little bar and then you walk and you're outside. If it's a nice day, it's sunny, it's kind of coming down. You know, the waterfall is there. Then you, it's just the, the setup is nice. And then for me personally, I've never had Greek food. I went into it. I think I said this on the podcast. I went into it ready to be like, Ugh! you know what I mean? Like, it can be like, oh, force it down. But I, but that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like I went in and I'm telling you, like I was, it, it was so good. It was just fantastic. We ate a lot too. So that's probably my number one right now because it was so different from my norm personally, you know. Sarah, why is it so important for y'all to visit every neighborhood? A lot of times when you go to a page of like a food blogger or something like that, you'll see a lot of like Lakeview, Lincoln Park, River North, West Loop, right? Those are like your prominent uh, food areas that people tend to recommend. You don't see a lot of like Beverly. And so um, I think it's important to one, recognize that thought process and to like challenge it, cha- challenge it personally for me and to also allow others the opportunity to challenge themselves. We don't claim to be experts at anything. There's no, I mean, you can't know everything, obviously, but we try our best. Over this time that y'all spending together, not only as a couple, but also now as a podcast a duo, what's something that each of you have learned about your co-host, your partner that you really admire? Start with you, Sarah. So I think for me, it's how quickly he learns things. Like when we bought all this equipment, we didn't know how to use it. And it took him like a day and he set up the website himself. He made all of, he makes all of our like digital stuff. He edits the podcast. He does all the sound stuff. 
man. Oh, man, that was so nice. Yeah, I know. I'm about to cry. <laughs> Dario, you got to follow that up, my boss. <laughs> I, got, I got you. I got you. Uh, I, told, I told her this a bunch of times. Um, her creativity is the reason why we here, reason why I even said, yes, let's do it. You know what I mean? Because, like, you know, we live together, we work together, and now you want to be creative together in the public eye? She's a star, and she's creative. And I think that is showing now where I'm like, all right, if I need somebody I need to rely on, I know I got her right here for the creativity part of it. She going to bring it every episode. So, dope. The show comes out every Monday. You've had five episodes to this point. Where are you all headed this forthcoming Monday, July 19th? Gage Park, yeah. So, and What uh, restaurant are you headed to? Uh, it is called Carnitas Ruapan. And then we're also going to head over to Betty's Ice Cream for after. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 77 Flavors of Chicago is a new podcast that is representing not only great food, great history, but it's showing Chicago from y'all amazing chemistry, y'all amazing lens. I appreciate y'all for being on CityCast Chicago. Thank you for having us. It's an honor. Now, what, what's the process for y'all picking a neighborhood? Is it like throw a dart at the board? What, what's y'all process? Um, we oh. actually roll Genius of, we roll the game of bingo and it has 77 numbers in it. And then whatever number comes out, that's the neighborhood that we go to. So like if number seven comes out, we'll go to neighborhood number seven. You want to spin? I do. We'll give you a spin here. Let's, yeah. let's see. Hey, let's see what we got. Bro. What we got going on? number 25 25 that is austin oh okay. come on represent for austin on the yeah. far west side of the city yeah yep. yeah some good news to get you through I don't know if you knew this, but Chicago is apparently where softball was invented. And now, one of the city's most beloved softball tournaments is back after a 10-year hiatus. It's the Park District's co-ed adult 16-inch softball tournament. You can catch it next Saturday at Humble Park. Remember, for more Chicago stories and events, sign up for our daily newsletter at chicago.citycast.fm. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.